But at, but at 14, I would argue to say at 14, you have no you, you, you have no business bringing a guy home saying this is my boyfriend. No, fine. Now, now when it came to uni, oh my goodness. <laughs> and I was confused. I was so confused. And then Jesus, now. I was like, they're all trying to get in my face. Don't, don't trust any of them. I'll be like, why are you trying to have. I mean, I was going to say dating. Because <laughs> we're having problems. <laughs> and it's hard not to be on social media, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> What's going okay, on? Okay, <laughs> fine. My name is Chisa, and I am twenty, turning twenty-three this year. Mm -hmm. Doing, you know, just nurse life, um, and circus life on the side. Circus life. Yeah. Oh, is this my okay. aerial hit? Okay. Yeah. I have been meaning to make a circus joke about that. I just haven't found a good one. Oh, I've got one, but I'm going to put it on my six months, like, progression. Do you want to hear it? Oh, no, wait. Everyone will hear it if I say it. It's I a mean, good by one. the time this is out, it'll probably be six months. Okay. So go on. Taking the circus life seriously because all you guys think I'm a clown. <laughs> I want to go home. All you guys take me for is a clown. I don't know whether it's that one or the other one, but yeah, something like You have two? Lines. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. So that's Shisa. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. Next one. My name is Adela. I'm 24. E, no, I'm 23. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning 24. I bet you were practicing this in your mind as well. <laughs> I'm turning 24 in September. I have two motos that um to get things done right. The first one is. If you're, um, if you're not, if you're not living life on the edge, then you're taking up too much space. The second one is, what is the worst thing that could happen? That's death. And even death. I wasn't ready. And I'm there mouthing it. Hear me out, hear me out. So the worst thing that could happen is the most inevitable thing. Yeah, but knows. it's not even the worst thing. That could happen. So do it anyway. I like that. That's very true. Okay. I'll take that. Please so then don't be afraid of death. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It could happen, but don't be afraid of it. Yeah. No, I mean, do things. just do things. Do do things anyway because you could still die. <laughs> but even if you die, you die. You die. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't think you should you should start any self help lectures just yet. <laughs> To be fair, suicide rates might increase. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, that's, that's a terrible joke to make. Next one. We've been cancelled before. Let's <laughs> <laughs> start out here. Can we start again? We're going to first low soon. That's first episode. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes, okay. I, I'm, a, I'm a next. I say guest, but hmm. more like. Um, I'm a next. Um, my next person, because you'll be hearing a lot of her. Hi, I'm Febby. I'm 26. We really need to learn our age. Yeah. Mm. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I'm Febby. I am 26, and I am also the wife. Whoop, whoop. That is all. You wanted to clap. Oh, I'm the sister. I was about to clap. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You're gonna lose a lot of viewers. They'll be like, ah, he's married. Next. No, no, it's, it's fine. If uh, if we see that happening, we'll take this episode down. <laughs> and, and and we'll keep the relationship status a mystery. Like stay At around and do the 100th episode to find out. What we are. <laughs> <laughs> so having said that then, I have three women on the panel. I guess my first question to you guys should be, what do you think is the single biggest challenge of young women in 2022? According to you, I'm not asking you to, you know, quote facts. According to you and your lived experience. Hmm. Expectations. Go on. <clears throat> so I feel like <clears throat> there are a lot of expectations for young women at the minute. Some of them are, and they're polar opposite expectations. I guess that's why it's difficult. You've got some people expecting you to be a feminist and some people expecting you to still hold normal, well, not normal, but stereotypical stereotypical gender roles. Mm. You've got free the body movement, but at mm. the same time you've got people saying, no, shave your armpits, you can't show your nipple. You've got, you know... You're beautiful as you are, movement, you don't need makeup, but at the same time, every day there's a new filter. Mm. And if you don't mm. post a picture that's not filtered or you're not in makeup, how do you then be in the I am beautiful as I am movement? And then I guess as a black woman, that comes with a whole heap of challenges and a whole heap of expectations as well. So yeah, it's hard to be a woman, you know. That's actually really true. Yeah. I feel like <clears throat> I mean I was going to say dating because <laughs> we're having problems <laughs> no but I feel like expectations just sums it all because mm. it's not just I, yeah I just feel like it's with everything um, careers yeah with careers dating. and yeah expectations and like you know with social media and everything it's just gotten a lot worse than it used to be there's just like and it's hard not to be on social media, in my opinion, because, like, you're just kind of bombarded with things and people and images every single day. And like Febby was saying, there's just, like, polar opposites of expectations. So, yeah, I think expectations just sums it all together pretty well. Jason? I thought we were going to talk if you have something to say. Yeah, kind of but uh, so, you, so you nod in your head. No, because it's true. I didn't really think about that. Um, what was the question again? <laughs> okay, it's fine. So, I mean, off the back of that, then, then <clears throat> do you think, though, it's possible to live in a world without expectations? Or are... Yeah. Are expectations a bad thing? I don't think... I was going to say, I don't think expectations is a a bad thing. Um, I think what gets... Well, what what the problem is, is when it's really pushed and forced into you. Like, okay, you're this age and you still don't have this, you still don't have this, you still need this, this. When it's forced like that, then it's... That's when it really gets on top of you. But having expectations isn't a bad thing. It's just 
maybe milestones or progress to mark progress it can you can use it as that way where it can motivate you like okay I still have this to do at this age I want this happening for myself I don't yeah I don't think it's terrible it's a terrible thing but then with the beauty aspect I'm not so sure I don't really have a comment on that one because I'm beautiful I think like Lisa (laughs) said expectations isn't the problem it's the unrealisticness of expectations Mm. that we are acquired to ascertain at this moment in time Mm. Um, and it's also the judgment that comes with the expectations as much as we say everybody's free to be who they want to be and do what they want to do if you're not falling within a certain group or conforming within a certain group then you're not meeting the expectations so for example as a black woman if you're not adorning the best Brazilian wig with the best lace front you're there with your natural hair you're not going to get the same kind of comments underneath your picture as if you did have a wig on so there is that expectation as a black woman to look a certain way and I mean for me the fact that they had to pass a law to ensure that black women are not stereotypical to know are not stereotyped (laughs) for their choice of hairstyle says enough. Do do you think with expectation with expectations and the weight of expectations, do you think the majority of it is self imposed? No, no, I think you have like the main influence here, the aunties, the adverts you watch. I think I don't think it's self imposed. Think your brain is just wired to soak it all in, and then it's <coughs> definitely influential. Like Adela said, it's the forcing it down your throat that's a problem. That was me. It, or as Chisa <laughs> said, because even even if you try your, you can. It can be self-imposed in the sense that as grown-ups, we all have the ability to turn off our phones and whatnot and whatnot. But you sit in a room and you find yourself in a conversation about the same topic or did you see this on TikTok, did you mm. see this mm. you turn on your TV, you see an advert you go out and you see billboards and stuff like that so to some extent, yes, it's self-imposed <coughs> because like me personally, I got to a point where I had to shut down my Instagram, shut down as if I'm shutting down the internet, you know I had to come off Instagram because <coughs> of how it was making me feel personally and mm-hmm. I was heading down a rabbit hole of oh, I need to change this about myself, I need to change this about myself, based on what I was seeing on Instagram. I would wake up and the first thing I'd do is, on my phone, checking my Instagram feed, what's been posted overnight, what's happening. So I had to make that conscious decision to say, you know what, of all the social media platforms, I think Instagram is unhealthy for me. Until Mm -hmm. I got to an age where I thought, you know what, I think I'm confident enough in myself and who I am Mm -hmm. to be able to see what other people are posting and what, what, how other people are living, and not have to change, not be envious, mm-hmm. not be jealous, but be like, oh, someone, so and so is doing that. Oh, that's cool, but still be. What's the word? English is hard, guys. Eesh. Still be. Another language. Still be comfortable in where I am at. Mm-hmm. And obviously, like we were saying, expectations aren't a bad thing because I will see something on, on social media, on Instagram, but like, actually, you know what? I can aspire to that. Mm. But it's different to, okay, now I have to be that. 
this person then, is this person is doing that therefore i also need to go down that path so i can post a similar picture does that make sense it yeah. does make sense but where does it change from the aspiration aspect to the being forced down your throat aspect and that's why i'm asking that do do you think that line is crossed due to self um hey english is hard Um, <laughs> there we go it, it, that it, is the... in terms of the the same thing so let's we're talking about instagram yeah let's mm-hmm. talk about instagram for a mm-hmm. bit so someone's profile the same profile someone is looking at and saying oh so and so it's very inspirational you know i like their lifestyle they're always traveling blah 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 that's going to be me one day and we're going to work for that mm-hmm. um and they're inspired by that another person is looking at the same profile and that's making them feel crappy about themselves because mm-hmm. they're like oh you know here i am doing 12 hour shifts blah 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 i haven't got that lifestyle yada da mm-hmm. is it the person posting their lifestyle that's the issue or is it the two yeah, or is it the receivers and the way they're interpreting that i think it's definitely the person receiving and interpreting that Um I feel like expectations is more of like the people around us. Mm. Um I think that's where that's it mostly point. comes from. Um I wouldn't necessarily say that. I mean, I guess with social media it's it's like not necessarily expectations, but I think just stereotypes maybe of influences. Yeah, maybe. and how <laughs> we're that's that word again, expected to be or to live like, right? But I feel like when we talk about expectations <clears throat> in particular then we're talking about like you know the people around us um getting a little personal like for me it would be like my parents or people from church or my friends and I guess their own like projections of what they think I should be like mm-hmm. or live my life like and mm-hmm. those are the kind of expectations that would like um I guess get in my way of what way I really me. want to do and who I really want to be yeah, type of yeah. thing here. But I think it's also <clears throat> it's definitely about the person receiving the message and how they're interpreting it. That's one mm-hmm. aspect. But I suppose when you dig deeper into how social media really works, it's also connived in a way for people to receive things a certain way. So mm-hmm. a lot of social oh, yeah. media at the moment is product placement and product mm. selling so they are making you feel a certain way yeah. so that you do something about it whether yeah. it's go and buy that product whether you go and you know get that bbl mm. what it, it it's placed in because the, there's there's been those bbl oh Brazilian is that the so it is placed in a, things are sometimes positioned in a certain way yeah. so that certain things happen yeah. and sometimes maybe it's not intentional but when you're seeing the same thing over and over and over again a certain picture is then painted about what is beautiful and what isn't beautiful mm-hmm. so fine yes that's how you're receiving the message but at the same time when it's the same thing over and over being thrown it is probably that message that they're trying they're throwing for you to catch mm-hmm. sometimes you can just let the world do its thing though you don't have to change because it's like trends change all the time so i'm mm. like okay then so this is the new thing cool well i i still like what i'm doing i still like what i'm wearing and then you mm. just live your life 
But I know it's a lot harder than than yeah. than than it sounds sometimes. But I've got I've got to a place where I'm just like, ah, that's a nice thing. That's a nice trend. Ah, I'll still go to Prime Money. I'm okay. <laughs> but that's what I was saying about you as a person. Mm, got, yeah. Have had to that confidence get, now, get to, to that, that place. place. Mm. Um, and I guess the fact that as young women we have to get to that place. We mm. have to mm. fight something within us to get to that place is what scares me because maybe not everybody has the same level of resilience as me and Chisa have mm. to be able to stand to up against them. the world and really say, you know what? Well, you socks. do you do designer bags. Mm. We'll that's wear not my lifestyle. <laughs> I'm gonna wear my socks with holes in. No, that's a you problem. <laughs> I'm not gonna wear socks with holes. <laughs> socks aren't that expensive. <laughs> Um, I'm going to buy a bag from Primark because as long as the bag is practical, I can put what I need to put in that it doesn't have to have a designer word on it. Mm. I'm confident in that. Not a lot of girls at the minute have that resilience and that's where my worries and my issues come in because then that's where we're seeing the rise in girls getting into debt, getting into Mm. unhealthy relationships, mental health issues, suicide, that kind of thing because they can't seem to ascertain what others are able to ascertain and they are not okay with that because that makes them feel like a failure mm-hmm. and and obviously with the disclaimer that um we're not professionals or anything but what what do you think can be done about that is there anything that can be done about that mm-hmm. personally i think it's gone too far so i don't i don't think there is you think button, you think it's reached a point of, of no return there's a button we can press to reverse i think for for things like that it's it's really an individual journey because regardless of i don't know if you suggest a therapy for example until the person reaches a point of like you know like for fabian chisa um where it's like you know what i'm just gonna do me i feel like it's really just an individual thing that person themselves has to get to that place where like you know enough is enough i just want to do me mm-hmm. but until then i feel like it's always going to be difficult um so yeah i just think it's an individual thing but i guess maybe i don't know if it's help okay <laughs> i suppose just the small things focusing on what is good about yourself and everyone's going to be like mm, there's nothing good there is there's something good that you like about yourself someone even if you look into the mirror, or in the mirror rather, ish, <laughs> and every hundred ninety percent of you looks butchered, there is always something that you like about yourself, and then just focus on that and <laughs> show it off <laughs> as long as it's not your. Anyways, you is that? It, it, and I think I think for me as well, it's I know we're focused on social media a lot, and I think that's the problem. A lot of people's self worth and confidence comes from social media. Yeah. For me, I had to start surrounding myself with mm. physical humans yeah. who either I can look up to, who can look up to me, who can appreciate me, and I appreciate them mm. for however they are. Like if you look at my group of like close girlfriends. We're very, very different. Mm. And I think that's what I like. In all our differences, we can, appre- we can appreciate that each, each one of us is pretty. Each one of us is beautiful. Each mm. one of us, whatever direction we're heading, 
we're winning because that's our path. Yeah. So there isn't, oh, you know, so-and-so isn't working at the moment. That's their that's their situation at the moment. Mm. And that situation can change at any point. We can have a get to let's go for brunch. Someone will show up in heels and be looking as fine as anything. And I can show up, you know, no makeup, jeans, trainers. We're still able to coexist in the same space without somebody feeling like, oh, a bit underdressed you know so it's also about getting off social media and actually starting to surround yourself with not just like-minded people either people with different views because as humans we still need to learn and grow you're not going to learn and grow if if me and if me and Adela share all the same views and we're Mm. together 24 7 Mm. there's no learning or growth for either of us we need to be able to challenge each other what do you think about this or I think this or but I think the opposite why do you think what you think Mm -hmm. I think this because of actually that's a good point that's started something in my now I'm thinking about my views okay maybe I could be wrong on that view actually now Adela's taught me something Mm. and that elevates you as a person as well whereas on social media you're drawn to things you like and what because you you're you're in control on social media Mm -hmm. you go to what you want to see so if you want Mm -hmm. to see things that make you feel bad about yourself that's where that's that's where you'll go unfortunately yeah yeah i mean you make you make a good point but someone someone did make a a um an equally good point a couple of days back to say in 2022 Mm -hmm. where do you find friends Mm -hmm. i remember they 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 were saying that they they work with of young people who you know come from rough upbringings and they're looking to sort their lives out Mm -hmm. even old people i think are like adults but one of the things they teach them is you know yeah get get new friends you know get a group get a group around you etc and the question was posed to say okay that's good advice where (laughs) where am i gonna find friends and they were stuck they had no answer Mm -hmm. so yeah where where do you find physical friends in 2022 I don't think it's hard to find physical friends in 2022. And for me personally, I think when I had a point where I didn't have many physical friends, it's because I'd fallen away from my old friends because of social media. Mm. So we were technology friends, but we stopped being physical physical friends. friends. Mm. So I think maybe starting with pulling back those old friends, rekindling with them, saying, you know what? We actually haven't seen each other face to face in a Mm. while. I think sometimes we think, we're really close to the people we love because of WhatsApp and Instagram. Mm. We talk on the daily. So therefore, you know, we've got that relationship. But sometimes you meet in person and you're like, we got nothing to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> and you send them a meme on their phone. <laughs> and you're in the same spot. But it's sometimes it can be as simple as that. Actually, I used to be really close to this person. What happened? Do we still have that friendship? Send them a message. Oh, we haven't seen each other in a while. Can we meet up? And before you know it, you've pulled a group together. Or try something, try a physical activity. Like, mm. maybe not the gym, because everybody goes there for their own reason, but a group kind of activity where you go and it's like a class. You can make friends there. Mm. So if you really want to make physical friends, I don't think it's... Yes, it's difficult, but if that's really your aim, I think you'll find a way. Even at work, if you've, you know... Invite a work friend, a work person out. Mm. Obviously, make sure they don't take it the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's really just about like putting yourself out there, you know. Um, like I've made a couple friends from just like attending certain events. You know, you just talk to the person next to you, and 
already you're at an event which that already shows something. that you've got yeah that you've mm. you've got shows that you yeah you've got something in common and that's like a starting place so i think it's yeah putting yourself out there um just talking to people and just seeing where that takes you really yeah so that's about putting putting yourself out there, really. <laughs> so that's what you can say. Find something you love and do it. Um, and hope, hope, to, hope to find some friends. Yeah. <laughs> and there's also, some friends and there's also options like, you know, Bumble and, you know, where you can find friends online. Bumble? Who look, yeah, Bumble has like, yeah. you can find um, business partners or something like that. And, or On Bumble? Or, yeah. yeah. There's or, a filter. Um, dating thingy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you see Bumble on my phone, just now I'm finding a business partner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, you see, why do you make sounds? If it's mm-hmm. legit, why are those sounds coming out? Because you've already had. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your time's gone. <laughs> you need no friends. Yeah, I'm talking about business partners. I don't know, oh, no, no. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Um, I had another question, but it slipped my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's gonna be a good ass question as well, but yeah, no, it it it's it is very interesting. Um and it is tough for young ladies. Um how much do you think parenting has to do with it? Don't get us started. Yeah, I was about to get like <laughs> Did you say who will be here all night? So we have um, an only child, Adela. And then we have the oldest child, Febby, yeah. and then you have the youngest child. It's Chisa. good range. It's a very good range. Yeah. So I'll let the only child go first. Ish. Okay. I mean, I like to say that I feel like, I mean, as much as there's a lot that I haven't experienced, I feel like I can relate a lot to the younger and the older because mm. as an only child, I have to, I've had like the responsibility of like a first child somewhat. But also a young child in that I've been like spoiled and pampered mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So is that um, what is that what youngest are supposed <laughs> to get? <laughs> yeah, you 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 um, are spoiled. I don't know why you're you think, I think hmm. I think parenting does have a significant amount to do with things. Mm. Um but I feel like at a certain age it's you can't keep saying my parents. Mm. And I say that because that used to be me. Like, it was always my parents as my parents that, but it's like, okay, at what point <laughs> does it become your responsibility now? Mm. Um, and I'll just like, like for me growing up, I never, I wouldn't say that I was ever like really taught how to embrace myself or how to just love me. Instead, what was drilled into me was that my worth is based on the things that I achieve mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So <clears throat> when I went to high school, which I think is a pivotal point for a lot of people where you meet a whole bunch of different um, people from different walks and, you know, you're all growing, finding your identity and that kind of thing. And I feel like for me, that was the, for me, that was when I was met with like a lot of insecurities and comparing myself to other people and being compared to. Um, And I felt for the longest time that if only I had been given like the foundation of like, learning to love myself and being okay with myself, I feel like that would have um, helped so much. And I say that because I've seen the difference between um, my friends who are raised in that kind of like, you know, given those kind of affirmations and that Mm. kind of thing, not based on what they achieved, but just on who they are. Um, And just 
looking at me <laughs> basically so i feel like it does it does have a significant role um that's not everything but i think that's that's part of it mm. yeah i think your parents can't teach you absolutely everything yeah and they can't prepare you for every scenario in life mm. but they definitely are there to give you the foundation mm. and if that foundation is shaky to start with then to build those blocks for yourself is really really difficult mm. but if you've got somewhat of a holistic foundation then i suppose it's some sometimes much easier to navigate life but at the same time in saying that they, your parents could give you all the perfect foundations but you still yeah. you still mess yeah. up and that's that's yeah. that's a you problem like but i think for me personally in the african culture in the african community especially for girls mm. there's too much focus on marriage yeah. which is fine but then it's almost like everything that we do is about our future in terms of our relationship yeah so the way we dress even at a young age mm. how are you gonna, how you gonna get married like if you're that? dressing like that yeah the way we speak the oh the way you speak how is a man going to live with you yeah so it's like is every, that a bad thing to some yeah. extent yes, yes because then your, um, val- your value your, your value, value depends on a man on the fact that a man will marry you yeah. and not really about you so again it's it's not we're never as black women we're never mm. really taught to love ourselves the way that just, just we are we have to change a lot about ourselves to cater to for, cater for, for others so for example man. a good example is growing up and obviously you know no fault of our parents because i suppose that's how they were brought up and that's how they've parented us because you know nurture and nurture that argument yeah mm-hmm. but like if i have my let's say i take my braids out my the first question my mom will ask me is, when are you relaxing your hair or what are you doing to your hair next? Mm. So the fact that my hair is in this big bushy afro for my mum, at that time in my life, like the high school, it wasn't acceptable. I need to do something to my hair to make it look professional. Yeah, I can't have it acceptable. looking the way that it is. Mm. Even when I first got um um I've got sister locks at the moment when I first got them my mom took a step back a little bit like what are you doing because mm. to her it was like I'm making a really bad mistake it's mm. going to affect my profession it's going to affect this it's going to affect that <clears throat> what's your husband going to think with that hair like you know when I get your hair done basically that's what she was saying <laughs> but for her get your hair done means it has to be a weave braids something that essentially hides what my hair looks like if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so it's really hard to accept yourself and to find beauty in yourself as a black person because as a black woman or me personally i can't speak for everybody because everybody around you is african telling you you need to change to ensure that you can get married even like for example getting married i had a bridal shower you didn't have a groom shower and the purpose of the bridal shower was for the women to essentially teach, teach me how, how to, to be, be a, a, wife. Yeah, a wife. But there was no one <coughs> there to teach you how to be a husband. Mm. And I guess, why is that? Learn on the job. It, it, <laughs> but that, for me, that's problematic. Yeah. That's problematic because then this is why maybe relationships aren't strong. Because I'm glad, I'm not saying I didn't want a bridal shower. And I'm lucky in the sense that 
I got to dictate my bridal shower. Mm-hmm. I got to say what I wanted and what I didn't want, how I wanted it and how I didn't want it. So I had that freedom. But again, that's after fighting for my independence yeah. as an individual away from the, my parents' norms, if that makes sense. Mm. But I have a problem with the fact that I have to be, from day dot, women are trained on how to be a wife. Whereas men, I guess this is a discussion for another day maybe, somehow just left. Just do, do what you want. Not trained, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it it, it does make sense. And and um, for the most part, I, I do hear, um, and I do agree. But I want to go back to something you said about, what was it? Well, it's the last point you've made about how <clears throat> from a very young age, it's in the context of um, getting married, you know, being a good wife or whatever. So, for example, the examples that they used to say, like, oh, you know, how are you going to get a husband dressing like that? Or how are you going to, you know, how is your husband going to stand you talking like that? Now, am I right in saying that those situations would be in a case where, for example, something that you're wearing is skimpy or is too short or is too revealing? Or in the context of the speech, maybe it's um, maybe you're talking back or being rude or being aggressive or something. Or, you know, we can put it in another form. I don't know what other form I can put it. Or let's say behavior, for example. Let's say someone is going out and coming back at stupid hours, whatever. They're like, you know, how are you going to manage a household if you if you can't even be at home? Now, in that context, isn't that um, the parents trying to curb certain things that wouldn't work and therefore is a good thing um okay fine i get it maybe in the context of them saying for a wife maybe they should just say okay how are you going to but then what can you say how are you going to be in society dressed like that but society encourages you to dress like that i'm not saying it's forever a bad thing but when it's the only reason they that's stop you thing. doing anything bad that's when i have a problem with it because then it's like i said it's not about me as a person it's about the other person the other person and how they feel they will be viewed if i was to get married it's that sense of you're going to embarrass us when you get married which is fine but there needs to be that balance because if somebody said to me you know you need to learn to cook because you know one day you're gonna have to cook for your husband and you need to be able to feed your husband well that's fine but if everything that i do and especially everything that i do wrong Mm. you relate it back to how I'm not ever going to find a husband or never going to be married, then that's what problematic. Because you can be like, you know what, the way you speak is not nice, especially when you're angry. You can't speak to other humans like that. In an employment setting, you can't speak like that. You can't speak like that when you get a life partner. You can't speak like that to your children. It's not just a husband I'm ever going to have to speak to in this lifetime. So mm-hmm. if me, the way I communicate is a problem, full stop, it's a problem. You don't just discuss. have to address it to me because... As a woman, my it's almost like your only role and responsibility in this life as a woman is to get married. Yeah. That's how it comes across. I mm. guess that's what I'm saying. Mm. Yeah, in agreement. <laughs> and then I suppose what happens then is when young women are growing and then they're not able to find life that's, partners, yeah. it's then like going back to those childhood days All to say, is there something saying. wrong with me? Because and all you that's been drilled into you is you won't get married if A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So now you're going back to, okay, which ones of those alphabet letters am I doing? And that's, I'm not in a stable relationship. Or that's, I'm not married. 
But actually, to be honest, there's just a lot of holes in that because they're telling you how to... Okay, if you do this, you're not going to get a husband. If you do this, you're not going to get a husband. But they miss the whole discussion of relationships and how to even maintain a good relationship or what's needed for a good relationship. You're still just thrown out in the world anyway. But that's my personal... <laughs> that's my personal problem. The whole, the whole, you know, your whole life up until you're like 23... You're not allowed a boyfriend. Right. Education first. You're not allowed. And then twenty four. Where's your and husband? And then you, you graduate at twenty four. Uh-uh. So you now you're not married. Don't yeah. even know how to talk to a guy. How am I meant to be married? <laughs> and all my life I've never been allowed to blink at a guy. Imagine. So all uh, of a sudden now, as soon as I turn twenty four, you know, God just puts a man before me and says, "Be Here married." Yeah. It's not how it works. So there is also that lack of preparation. As much as you are telling me. You can't do this, 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 this in marriage. You're not really allowing me to explore who I am in terms of relationship either. Like a lot of young black females especially have to keep secret relationships a mm. secret up until a certain age. And that's usually after time. they've finished education. Because mm. otherwise it's like your parents look at you like you're they look at you wasting yeah. away. But then at the same time... As soon as you graduate, you magically now need to get married. Mm. Do, make it do you sense. think that's necessarily a bad thing, though? Because w- w- what's the alternative? Are you meant to bring every single boyfriend that you no. ever have home? Which is something that I don't really understand that either. But it's supposed you're supposed to have those conversations with your parent. Not okay. I'm dating this person. Um, I'm gonna bring them to you all the time. Like I would only bring a serious person. But just generally having that conversation of, oh. You know, there's this guy I'm interested in, but this, that, and the other. Or just just advice. They, there's no, like, advice given or there's no um, cautions given. Oh, you know, this is a red flag, this is a green flag, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. It's just, you just go into the world and just, I think it's just hope the, for the best. The ability to just be transparent and open. Mm. Um, because it's almost seen as a taboo if you're, like, jumping from guy to guy, even if you're jumping from guy to guy is just really getting to know people mm. um, and not necessarily, you know, like being in the streets, if that makes sense. But mm. it's like, it's even a struggle to just say like, you know, I'm seeing someone, we're going out for dinner today and that kind of thing. At least in my experience, like it's not something I can say. You just kind of have to leave the house and come back and say you're in <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm going sorry, sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this, but like, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, because they they, <laughs> they, they look at you it. sideways if you're like, um, you know, today you're with Steve and the next year you're with Bob. Like, it's just, it's not a thing. You can't just go out and talk to people. You know, it, mm-hmm. you going out means there's something that's supposed to happen or that is happening when really it's just you're trying to get to know people and put yourself out there. I don't know where I was going with this. Part. No, I mean, I, I definitely do understand the, especially that mentality of no boyfriend, no boyfriend, no boyfriend, where's your husband? Um, and yes, fair enough, I guess parents could be a bit more vocal when it comes to relationships. But also, I think maybe as a child, when you're growing up and you're getting a bit older, you sort of... Know what you're looking for. You know, you get the message that, them saying no boyfriend, no boyfriend is not that you can't date at all. But I guess they're just saying, like, be serious. 
No, no, no. That's saying no. Okay, okay. When I say be serious, you know no, what? no, no. To be fair, I would not have the guts to bring a boy home. No, no but at I, but at fourteen, I would argue to say at fourteen you have no. But you, business you have no business bringing a guy home saying this is my boyfriend. No, fine. Now, maybe bringing n- naturally, them home or even just to say to your mom, oh, you know, this I like a boy. Like, I'll tell you like an experience. Boy, or... I'll tell you one, right? So there was this mm. time that um, me and my friends were going. We wanted to go to Thought Park, and there was a school. I think it was I don't know. Maybe I was around fifteen, sixteen, and we mixed with. We wanted to mix with the guys, and honestly, these guys were nerdy, and they were not. They were just fun people, but there was no way in my mind I could even think. Oh yeah, that one I've got a crush on. Maybe just one, but <laughs> see, this is the problem. <laughs> no, but it could never get that way. It was never, it was never like that. Okay, so and it was a group thing, and I said it's a group thing. We're going in the like daylight, and there's <laughs> so many people. It's, it's I don't understand the the issue here, and they're like, no, 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 you cannot go. Oh no, 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 we're not giving any reason. It was just. To have fun, go to mm. a park. That was it. And Thought Park is literally on the other side. Okay, it's really, really close to home. Mm. So it's not like I'm saying I'm gonna be in, where in I'm gonna be three hours away. I have a phone. I have, and you know the female friends that I'm going with. You like them. What is the problem here? Oh, we don't know the guys. It's the, so I haven't actually ever had any guy friends. I could say. So then now when it came to uni, oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my. Now we're gonna do confessions. Now when we got to uni, I didn't even know who's the guy, who's trying to get into my pants, who's actually one who's like legit wanted just to be my friend. I was confused. I was so confused. And then Jesus, now I was like, they're all trying to get in my no, pants. Don't trust any of them. I'll be like, why are you trying to hug me for? <laughs> I couldn't trust any guy because at that time, that whole experience was that, oh, every boy, every guy is bad for me. And they're going to give you babies. They're going to give you babies. That's what I was told. Yeah. You know? So <laughs> it's like... <laughs> oh, then where are they so you already have trust from? issues before you've even, you've even, even yeah. said hi to someone. Yeah. So I think there's a... there's a, I don't even know what, you would, what, what I was feeding off of, but there was a big problem where there's transparency that's needed a and b there's just you just have to trust trust your your child bro i'm a good girl (laughs) (laughs) moving on moving on okay well i I mean it's it's interesting because of course we we started from expectations, expectations which is what um fabi classed as one of the biggest issues that that's facing young young women today, um, and that has somehow tunneled into parenting. Mm. You know, um, definitely. And I guess what we missed out in expectations, when we come to parenting, it's when you get to that certain age, is the expectation of you to be a successful person, yeah, but to also be a traditional wife in the African community. So. They want you to progress in your career and your education, but at the same time, you have to be the traditional stay-at-home, cook for your husband every day, have 20 children kind of wife. Mm-hmm. But you also need to have be a doctor. Going. Yeah. You have to have a doctorate. And I'm like, how do those two things 
coexist and both those expectations are at the same level mm. one doesn't supersede the other and it's like if you're doing too much of one thing they'll tell you you're doing too little of the other if you're doing too little of the other they'll tell you you're doing too much of the other yeah so if if they feel like you're getting too educated and you know you haven't had any children yet all that education what about the family i'm sure your yeah. husband wants kids by now <coughs> If all you're doing is having kids and not progressing, as a female, you also have to have, you know, you have to have your own independence. You have to, we want to call you doctor, so and so, one of these days. Oh, you've only done degree and master's. You need to go do a doctorate now. Why, why stop at master's? Mm. So even that expectation and balancing that, it's a madness. So the amount of times I've been asked when I'm having a child, I'm like... I've even been asked, oh, are you struggling? Are you struggling? Oh, my gosh. No, I'm not struggling. We're, just, we're not there. That's not where we are at the minute. Oh, you know, like careers, you can progress at any time. You need to, you're young now. You need to focus on having these children before things start to go wrong inside your body. <laughs> Is it your body? How do you know things are going wrong? So even those expectations from the parent and I, I guess when i say parenting because parenting in the african community is very communal yeah so a lot Every of elderly a lot of people <laughs> feel also responsible for you as a parent which is yeah. which i think absolutely has its pros and absolutely that's how i want my children to be raised with the respect of elderly people as people that can also parent them and give them advice mm. but the pressure that that so, that sometimes comes with because you feel like you're then answerable to just more than your biological parents you're Mm -hmm. answerable to everybody any auntie can ask you why you have no kids yet so it's it's a whole situation Mm. so basically natal nurtures our parents as fault yeah. <laughs> conclusion. In conclusion. In conclusion. You messed up, mom and dad. <laughs> you tried. You really did try. I'm sure. But oh oof. And yeah. I, I, I mean, there, there's a lot of conversations um, around um, being a person and how much of that is up to parenting. Um, because yes, Adela made a good point to say it comes at a point when you you can't say parents, parents, parents every every time. Um, but there's there's also an argument to say, well, what happens to you in your developmental stages stays with you yeah. for life, yeah. you know, whether you like it or not. So, but it, but on that note, then I think I think it's a good point to wrap up this session um, on the aspect of parenting and children, um, precisely because uh, Febby you alluded there that you you want your children to be parented by a community, so to speak. Mm. Um, Jisa, you want to have children one day? It's not ruled out. <laughs> it's not ruled out, Adela? Mm. To be honest, you? I'm not sure anymore. You're not sure anymore? Yeah. Okay. Um, but with your, we'll start off Adela then, with your not sure children, I'm in, I am I am interested <laughs> yeah. as to why, as well as you don't have children. Can we but rephrase maybe that? Maybe not now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but <laughs> with your not, not sure children, in context of what, what we've been speaking about today, mm-hmm. what, what do you think you would, do differently or be mindful of when it comes to your children or any child that you find yourself responsible for? Um, I think just... I think if it's if, if it's a the girl child, 
um, it would be a lot of um, affirming, a lot of empowerment and just like, you know, radiating positivity um, into them because honestly, like from the beginning, we spoke about expectations and I feel like just generally, and I don't think it's just for the African child as well, just you being female, it's just, it's a lot. There's a lot of expectations that just comes with being female. So I think for me, it would be just kind of making sure that I kind of wrap this girl child with, um, you know, enough tools and skills for them to be able to kind of decipher and get through these kind of challenges and stuff as they grow. And for the boy child, I guess it would just be um, grooming and just learning to respect and yeah learning to respect themselves other women other people in general um yeah i think that's what i would what i would do differently maybe okay. i don't know all right just ask some question <laughs> what was the question again what would you do um differently if you were to ever have kids to your own parenting. I think I'll be more present. I think that's one thing. Not like up in your business every day and all of that, but just knowing you have a parent. Right? <laughs> Acknowledging <laughs> that, oh, there's my child. Oh, <laughs> Not when I just want tea. <laughs> I just want the, someone to come downstairs and give me the remote. Oh. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I've got children upstairs. <laughs> I think I'd just like to be more present in their life. Um, um, I wouldn't say, like, I would tell them all my oh, trauma, all my wrong decisions in life and whatever, whatever. I don't think I need to off- need to tell them any of those kind of stuff. But um, just more communication, mm. I think. Mm. And you were saying about... with I think with the guy... With the guy, I think it would be about them being able to take care of themselves because like what Fabi was saying is like you don't have you don't have a wife coming into life just to do everything for you. You're cooking, you're cleaning your laundry. Like yeah, you, yeah, yeah. Are you okay? You need I to have good. you need to have those skills for yourself. Yeah. And when the time comes you guys will be making you'll be chefing up in the kitchen, someone's doing chopping the onions, the other one is boiling the chicken. I don't know. But it's more of yeah, look after yourself, take care of yourself, and it'll be the same for the girls. Like, know how to look after you and take care of yourself, and then, yeah, do you, boot kind of thing. But obviously, parenting has is, got is its challenges. Ooh, can I add one more thing? Mm-hmm. Just because um, you reminded me, just, like, on top of communication, just um, open conversations mm-hmm. about things, about their realities, because I feel like, especially in the African um, setting... There is a lot of like taboo about certain things like sex or just sexuality and that kind of thing, and I feel like a lot of things could be avoided if people just had just, said something, yeah, just, bro. Just, say, just talk because it's not like they haven't experienced it before. Mm. But then you're kind of just left to figure everything out on your own, and I think as much as that can be good, sometimes it's also dangerous because you end up in sticky situations, and when you do, you can't even speak about it because. It's a taboo. So I feel like having more open conversations as well would help a lot. 
Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, would, I would definitely like to dissect that a little bit more. Um, <laughs> but in another session, maybe. Okay. I, I, I do that think goes. that that's an interesting um, topic. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I think there are two sides to that, I think. But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah that, that's, that's a different session. Uh, yes, Fabi, some question. Um, what would I do differently? Hmm. You have awesome parents, though. Yeah. To be fair, you are right in that yeah. sense that obviously no parents. I mean, my parents are great too. No, <laughs> no parents are perfect, no. but I think in terms of my parents, they're sort of people that are willing to learn, which mm. I think a lot of African mm. parents aren't. Yeah. Um. So like. The way that they, maybe some of the ways they parented me, they've changed how they parent, for example, my little brother, like, prioritising their child, making sure Mm. that they're getting all their developmental needs, extracurriculum activities Mm. and stuff like that. So I guess the biggest difference for me, again, I suppose, would be that communication, because I think growing up sometimes there's a lot of questions that you want to ask, that you're scared to ask your parents because mm-hmm. like Adela said they're taboo subjects so then what ends up happening is you go get the answers from the wrong places mm-hmm. yeah. and I want to be able to have to make sure that my children are getting the correct answers obviously I'm not saying I'm going to be right 100% of yeah, the time but at least I know I'm never going to know everything they know but at least I know what they know or how they're thinking or at yeah. least I can put an opinion my opinion forward and they can mm. take that or leave it depending on how they feel, but definitely having that, or because I know there's things that I wanted to know about, but I maybe mm. couldn't ask my parents, and I definitely, you know, got the information from the wrong places, run with it for years and years and years, mm. and maybe develop bad behaviours and bad habits, harmful things, you know, things that lead you into trauma, that kind of thing. So definitely, I think the difference for me would be how I communicate with my children. But in saying that, no way am I going to be your, my child's best friend. No, no. Miss no. me with that. We're not friends. I know, no. ma'am, you're my child. Ah! We're not friends. Adela would I'll strongly be nice. disagree with I'll you I'll be right nice now. to you, but I'm not your best friend. <laughs> so I wouldn't, yeah. like, no, I'm not your best friend. We, we, I'm still your ma'am. We're going to have a close relationship. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for me, it's like, when pair sometimes when parents say, Oh no, I can't take my child's phone because that will make them really upset and oh, then they're yeah, gonna dislike yeah. me. Yes, you would dislike me some days. Yeah. That's parenting. Your child mm. there has to be you have to challenge is, your children at the same time. 100%. So yeah, when I say communication I'm not saying it's gonna be nice communication every day, mm. but it's gonna be open, it's gonna be challenging. Sometimes it will be you know, you they will get angry and shout at me and I'll say, you know what? You can shout, but you're not shouting at me or shout outside. But it's just that ability for them to express themselves. And sometimes that expression is a way of me saying, you know what, in a situation like that, you can't do that. And maybe that's where the whole one day I will say you can't do that because, you know, when you get in a relationship, that's not how you can talk to a person. That Mm -hmm. kind of conversation. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. It looked like you were about to say something. I mean, I I was just... The best friend, (laughs) she was triggered by that. No, 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 no. I was just going to say that, like, with all that said, um, with parenting, I think what I've come to learn is that um, it it may not be true for everyone, but I think for a lot of people, um, 
our parents have done the best that they could yeah. with what they were given at the time. Um, and one of the things that I've learned, because I was just thinking as Febby was speaking that, you know, um, she's had like a pretty good upbringing and like your parents are willing to learn. I think for me, as I'm growing now, one thing I'm learning is that the things I feel that they've done wrong is simply because they're only tapping in from what they were raised with. And so like what I'm learning is um even though like it's it's difficult <laughs> to to do what I'm about to say, basically like what I do is like calling them out sometimes. And I think that's really helpful. It's very difficult, um, especially in situations like with, with parents who are not as willing to learn. But I find I found it to be quite helpful in calling them out as they do certain things or say certain things. I think that's really helpful. So, I mean, yeah, those are just my thoughts as Fabio speaking. Mm. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely do agree with the final point you made to say... Uh, they have done with the be- the best that they they've done the best that they've done. I don't know if I can say they've done the they've best done that the they best could that have they done, but they've but they've done they've done what they've done. They've done what they've done. Yeah, yeah. they've done what they've done. And we can we're here. say they've done what they've done, but at the same time, I don't want us to excuse yeah. them either because yeah. there are certain things that come up regularly mm. that they themselves hated but mm. they have continued to do yeah yeah, yeah 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 so for me that's when i have a problem because for example things like children out of wedlock mm. they're very unforgiving right? of that but, but if you look if at you look at the math if you look at the, the mathematics, mathematics of I most of us one, one, is one, one, is one plus one is six <laughs> something's a little so bit even off. something like that where it's a little bit fishy and they, don't they themselves have had that experience <laughs> and they know the feeling of being an outcast I was 18 and being I was like, outcasted yeah they've continued to behave in the same way which yeah. for me is problematic yeah because if you were treated that way and you didn't like it why, therefore, are you treating somebody else that? Mm. I understand, you know, if you don't agree with children outside of wedlock, that's fine. But don't approach it the same way that you were approached because you didn't like it. Yeah. And that's, I guess, that's where learning and growth grows. You can express that you're not happy with what's happened, mm. but you can still be, I suppose, supportive about it. Because yeah. otherwise, then, we're just continuing a cycle of abandonment. Mm. A cycle of breaking people down, telling people they've screwed up their life, they've messed it up. And I suppose in this day and age, we're in a day and age where if you do have a child young, if you do have a child of, at, outside of wedlock, yes, it's not great if those are your views, but it's not the end of your life. Fair enough for them at their time when they were ha- mm. when they when that was happening, for most of them in that generation, if they had a child out of wedlock, unfortunately, yes, that was the that that was the end of not their life, but at the end of their progression. Yeah. Because now they had to raise a child and most likely in poverty. So mm. education was out of the question. And if education was out of the question, especially in Africa, then career is definitely out of the question. Yeah. Whereas for us now in our generation, it's not like it's that the anymore. And if you have a child yeah. young, you can still carry on college. You can still go to uni. You can still progress your It'll career. Mm. It will be hard. It's, it's not, not going to be easy. It will definitely be hard, but mm. it's definitely not the end. But yeah. we get still get told, oh, you've ruined your life. You're never going to get anywhere in life now. And 
some people, unless you're really resilient, some mm-hmm. people really carry that. And that sits with a lot of people. So I guess, yes, they did what they could with what they had. But for me, I think as a people, we need to treat others how we would have liked to be treated. And I think that's what's missing in parenting sometimes. But what I have understood, or I've come to understand, is that whatever I've seen in life, whatever I've noticed or acknowledged or whatever, it's it's still building a, okay, I'm not going to, I'm going to do something different. So if there's something the parents have done so terribly, you're like, yeah, that's not going to be me with my child. I'm going to do something different. And even in living, okay, this is the way that they spoke to me. I'm not going to speak to someone like that. That's not, I think, especially with one of my brothers, I know for a fact, I can't call this guy stupid, but the way the parents would be calling me stupid, you know? That word would be rolling out of their tongue. You guys have been through it. But it's like, you just... <laughs> you just wanted to get that out. Yeah. Okay, this, is my, this is my therapy. My therapy. Um, but yeah, now you always learn how to be better. Although you would you would have wished to come from a oh, more communicative side. Da, 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 yeah. da. There's, you always now say, okay, this is what I'm going to do different with my family, with my husband, or with my wife, or with my children kind of thing. So it's not all bad. Yeah. It's not all bad. And the key message, like Adela said, there becomes there comes a point where you can no longer put the responsibility mm. of your life on them. On, yeah. on your parents. There comes a time where it's you. It's your now. own. Yeah. You like you can't be forced and be like, future. Oh, I'm an orphan. We're really using this platform for <laughs> so many other things. I don't think <laughs> because you know like there yeah there's there's a certain point and i think one of the hardest lessons lessons that i've had to learn was um that sometimes like we the relationship that we want with our parents or maybe with the guardians and stuff around us may not be one that they're able to give us or able to um or even want to give us you know And so capable we, yeah, yeah, we're capable, and we just painfully just have to deal with it, really, and just reparent yourself and figure it out on your own. It's it's hard, but sometimes it's it is what it is, and you can't stay in that space forever mm. because again, you're getting older, and you need to start taking responsibility for you your own actions and that kind of thing. Still. Yeah. Because you can blame them all you want, but if they're not willing to change or they're unable to change or incapable of changing, then what, what are you going to do? <laughs> and then <laughs> what must happen then? Like, you know, we, we move. Yeah, well, well, we definitely move. And it seems like parenting is a, um, is a, a sticky subject for people. So <laughs> unfortunately, what we're going to have to do is we are going to have to end this session because we don't want to keep our hearers um, around for too long but it's been an interesting conversation and if um if if we wanted to carry it on i think it would be interesting to delve deep, deeper delve deeper into parenting and um i guess the different type of parenting that we all received 
I think the good observation was made to say we have an only child, youngest child, oldest child, and a middle child, me, and a middle child. Um, the ones that they love the most so it, it, it you know i guess the dynamics <laughs> would <watching>. change <laughs> in regards to that but mm. having said that i want to thank you for your time thank all you three of you us. um some interesting things have been said 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 i'm african say said some interesting, it, some interesting oh, things have been said um and on that note um we're going to bid our hearers Good Goodbye. day. So Adela, bid them good day. Goodbye. Just bid them good day. <laughs> Goodbye. Bid them good day. Bye. Uh, and until next time, thank you very much. You've been listening to Name Pending. Insert, <laughs> insert name insert, here. Insert name insert. here. English is hard. Hey, English.